Hey everybody, and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network presents Gaijin Wrestling Radio Match of the Month. This is the match of the month for June 2019. This is the match of Anoki versus Hulk Hogan for the first IWGP championship game. I'm one half of your hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and as always, I'm joined by the other half of Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, the mayor of Kicking Out It 2, Dave Rosenbluth. Dave, what's going on? Not much, man. Uh, really enjoying this uh, the, these these trips to uh, the the you know Japan with these uh, Japanese wrestling matches these last few months. Feeling like a these gaijin. Ki- yeah, these kayfabe months. I'm definitely feeling like a gaijin for sure. Like I want to like I, like honestly like. But now you kind of want to reside here. Uh, I want a Ribera Steakhouse jacket is what I really want at the end of the day. <laughs> that, 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 that's what I want. Um, even if I didn't go there, although I hear their their steaks are pretty good. Um, yeah, I, that, that's what I really want is a Ribera Steakhouse jacket um, for, nice. for, for having to uh, be educated on this Japanese wrestling, which, by the way, you've done a great job. Uh, I will say these last these last few rounds we've gone. Um, yeah, uh, breaking I, kayfabe, we've done these back to back to back because I recorded them by myself originally and I just wasn't entertaining enough and it, it, it just works out great with you kind of like schooling you in a way and kind of going back and forth on this uh yeah. i really enjoyed going back on the magic school bus of professional wrestling podcast but this time we're driving on the other side of the fucking road in japan yeah we had to take a boat with our we had to take our we had to take a, a boat with our school bus on the boat like a, like a ferry all the way over there, and then we got off the ferry with the bus, and then we drove on the other side of the road with the with the steering wheel on the left side. So go figure. Absolutely, it's been a fucked up ride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get into this one, you want to let everybody know what's going on and kicking out of two land and where we can find you. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two. You can hit the like button if you haven't. If you have, then you can tell a friend to hit the like button. Uh, we got links to archive shows, pictures, debates, discussions, videos, memes, GIFs, um, all that great stuff over there in the very retro positive pro wrestling environment that we have over there on our Facebook page over at kicking out at two, as well as our Twitter our handle's at kicking out two K I C K N O U T in the number two. Uh, give us a follow. That following's not as strong. We got twenty nine followers. Where the fuck is everyone? Everyone, everyone I know has a Twitter. Okay, and a lot of wrestling fans I know have a Twitter, but they don't fucking follow me. I don't know. Was I an asshole in another gotta start life? Start directly adding them or hashtagging them. Just call them out. You know, maybe yeah, you maybe I should, or, or maybe I need. Maybe to you can have them. Maybe we can have a better block list than we do followers. That's a good idea. I think we can do that. Yeah, we can. We can. We can shame them and by blocking them, and then they'll have no choice but to follow us <laughs> on both on the Retromania Twitter as well as the Kicking Out at Two Twitter. But um, yeah, I mean seriously, what the fuck? Or maybe I have to get one of those apps where I have all the fake followers. Like I have fourteen thousand followers, and they're all bots, and they're not real people. Maybe I got to do that instead. No, I'm not going yeah, we'll to do that. Yeah, we have to pay for a promotion. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Because we, we make so much money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just just, just fuck swimming in it over here uh, anyhow um 
yeah, all 29 of you, um, if you could help me out and get us some more followers, that'd be greatly appreciated. Like I said, I know a lot of fucking people that got Twitter. A lot of people don't like to talk about wrestling on Twitter, but nobody wants to give me a fucking follow, but I'm following everybody else. So, um, yeah, give us a follow over on our, our, fa- our, uh, our kicking out a two Twitter account. Um, but if you want to find all the greatness that is the retro um, nostalgia that I bring with these shows, then you can find all these shows not only on our social media, but where you really want to go is the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Podbean. Kicking out at twos. Backlog archive is all over there. Joined by great shows such as Marking Out the Day's Weekend Warriors, which Kobe and I uh, host together. You can also find this show, Gaijin Wrestling Radio. Uh, you can also find uh, Origins of Attitude and Hulkamania is Dead over there yeah. on the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on, on Podbean. And if Podbean ain't your jam, and if you're a Google Play guy, or if you're a Spotify guy or if you're a Spreaker or a Stitcher or an Apple podcast guy and you want to listen to all these shows then all you got to do is search Retromania you'll find all the kicking out of two shows and all the backlog archives of all the other shows I just mentioned on any podcast platform available yeah definitely Um, it's a good time we have hundreds of hours of content that's right hundreds of hours of content and over 150 episodes um, so thanks for all the love there that we're getting. And um, you can always find our Facebook community at Retromania with the W. You can always write to us at RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com if you want to do that old school stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. We have less followers than Dave at RetromaniaPod. <laughs> um, Sorry. Yeah. Give him so, a follow too. Don't be a dick and give RetromaniaPod a follow on yeah, Twitter. What the fuck? Come on. Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> motherfuckers. All right, so let's get into this uh, historic match. Are you ready for this? Um, I am ready for this, man. June 2nd, 1983. Uh, it's the first IWGP championship match. It's coming off the IWGP final of the league tournament. Um, this is also an adaption of that Japanese Wrestling Association World League, which also branched off the uh, Champions Carnival, which we focused on a prior episode. So the G1 and the Champions Carnival kind of branched off from uh, those that tournament from uh, Japanese Wrestling Association. So the history going back here, the Japanese Wrestling Association, uh, their main guy there was none other than Ricky Dozan. Yep, that name and sounds he, familiar. And he trained Baba and Anoki. So they would branch off to create their own promotions, All Japan or New Japan, uh, respectively. And then they would have uh, competing tournaments almost the same way, you know? Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, it's funny how, you know, ironically, Dozan trained both of those guys and then both of those guys split away and formed their own promotions and their rival promotions. That's the, the irony in that yeah. is, uh, is, is interesting. Yeah, the absolute hatred between the two guys, too. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, so those guys had their claim in Japanese wrestling, much like how Hogan had his style transposed to WWF and mainstream American wrestling. Um, It's very cool that we'll get to see Anoki battle Hogan right here in 1983 before Hulkamania lives on in WWF in Madison Square Garden in New York. Your brother. 
Yeah, this is this is interesting because, um, like I said to you before, the last Kaijin I was a part of was Hogan and Muda. That was the first Hogan Japanese wrestling match. Um, I had watched, uh, however, that was you know um, years after the Hulkamania um, phenomenon uh, took over the wrestling world um, in, in domestically in the United States, and I guess you could maybe say around the world. But this is pre-Hulkamania, so um, I'm interested to see because I've never seen pre-Hulkamania Hulk Hogan in Japan um, what his style of wrestling is going to be like and, and if there's any similarities and if he even brings any of that to the United States after um, after this event so this is this is going to be an interesting one for me I'm re- I mean I've been looking forward to all the ones I've done with you kayfabe but um, I really am looking forward to this one because this is this is before I I mean shit I was six months old when this match happened <laughs> okay so uh i didn't you know i didn't i've never seen this before i've heard they had a clash and uh you know the i just can't wait i, I just can't wait to get into it watch it i'm really looking forward to it man this has been a lot of yeah. fun without further ado let's do it uh find it on new japan world look up hulk hogan and antonio Inoki. this is from june 2nd 1983 kerame Gigan is the event it's the iwgp final league uh, this is the first IWGP championship game, as I've said plenty of times. Uh, when I count down five, four, three, two, one, when I say zero, hit that play button. Um, so, you ready, Dave? Yes, I am. Everybody else, if you're ready, cool, find it. Uh, if not, listen along. Uh, we'll give you some background info and then chop it up during the match. Enjoy. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Here we go. That was the guy who was the Sergeant Pepper uh, <laughs> announcer in the last one. Now he's back in the day. He's a little more, you know, bow tie and uh, kind of straight laced. Hogan with a lot of hair on his head too, right? Yeah, he's uh, he's. It's, this is the, the 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 twilight of his um his his top head of hair days. Uh, yeah. Before before Big he reaction was rocking, before the ba- before he was rocking the bandana. Yeah, big reaction for him, too, and big reaction for Inoki. Lots of streamers here in New Japan. Actually, uh, side note, um, this announcer here, years later, would get hit in the head with one of the streamers, and they're actually weighted. They have some type of weight in the middle, uh, and uh, he kind of made a point, and now they are not allowed in New Japan wrestling. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. That's why you see him in ROH still, but not New Japan anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Learning something new every day. Yeah. This is, uh, you ready for this? This is a big cross promotion match. I am. Uh, well, I am certainly ready for this. Yeah. And looking like Bullet Club attire. Hogan. I was the original Bullet Club, dude. <laughs> Pre NWO. The Japanese, yeah. The Japanese word for, uh, Bullet is actually Dungan. Um, one who would sport that moniker uh, was uh, Tanaka. Uh, no, uh, who's the guy who went against Mike Awesome? I'm blanking on this name. I'm Masato Tanaka. Yes, Masato Tanaka. Yeah, Tanaka would uh, sport the Dungan, the Bullet um, name. So uh, Bullet Club is kind of like a derivative term of that. You know. Yep. Yeah. Here we go. Starting it off hot, Hogan looks huge here too, he does, right? Yeah, he like dwarfs he's massive. Anoki. 
Yes, and Anoki is no fucking slouch himself. No. He's huge. Um, wow, Anoki going for that huge Inzaguri or a Kamaguri if you hit him in the face, either or. Uh, but that martial arts kick, if you will. It's going to be a test. Drop toe hold from Hogan into that STF. I like it. He loves that STF. It's a go-to. I mean, you know, it's... It, yeah, for, for and guy, it would for be... For a guy his size, he's not, like, too, you know, intertwined. Um, it's easier yeah. for him to pull it off, and he's, you know, got an advantage being on top. So, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense, but this is... He's also got a modified version as well. Yeah. Um, and it would be interesting that Masahiro Chono would later adopt the uh, STF as well, and then one John Cena, who is kind of like the Hulk Hogan. Uh, both big, strong characters in their... Uh, Respective promotions yep. would adopt the STF. Yeah, very Here we go another drop toe hold from Hogan into an STF. Yeah, jeez. Um, so going back on Anoki, I mean, this guy is a major star even beforehand, um, and kind of like breaching out in 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 New Japan right now at the time. Um, you know, taking a lot of risks as. Uh, one Vince McMahon would later do and uh, formerly do with Antonio Inoki, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, they had the match in 1976. That was uh, the match between um, Inoki and Muhammad Ali, which was promoted by Vince McMahon. Yes. You know? You know, I, I I don't know if I've told you this story, but um, I know. Um, please, please get into it as these guys do a test of strength here. In regards to that event, um, I watched a uh, Legends of Wrestling roundtable with uh, with with on the WWE Network, and it was about um, it was regarding uh, um, stadium shows, and mm-hmm. um, Jr. Um, was helping promote a closed circuit um, airing of this show. Um, he took a loan out to uh, to um, uh, you know promote this event with the Anoki uh, Ali bout, and because um, I mean people knew who Ali was because he was a, he was a big figure, but people in that area, in that Oklahoma, um, Louisiana, Mid South area, they weren't aware of who um, uh, Anoki was, and mm-hmm. so. He said that the because of the territory system and the way the business was structured at that time, that he lo- he took a bath financially, uh, didn't sell many tickets to the event. Um, not many people wanted to see um, the the showdown at Shea, um, and I believe on that same card was uh, was Hogan and Andre, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, along with. Uh, I could be wrong. I want to say San Martino, and it was either San Martino and Zabisco or San Martino and Pedro Morales were were on that card. Um, but yeah, Jr. said financially he took a he he, he took a big bath um, and, and lost a lot of money, uh, you know, in promoting that event because at that time there was no cable television and um, that area of you know of his territory only knew the guys that ran in that territory. Like I said, they might have known they may have known Andre. Um, and they may have known who Ali was because Ali was a big figure in pop culture um, on, and on the news in, in, in professional boxing. But in terms of wrestling, they didn't they didn't have a fucking clue who Inoki was. Yeah, this was billed as like a mixed martial arts match. One of the first of its kind. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen it before? As, oh, yeah. It's a lot of Inoki laying down. 
Yeah, I it, almost wanted to do it, but now I don't. Oh man, these guys bridging up. Look at this test shit, of strength. Man. Wow, somebody can't keep their mid uh, mid strength up. I think it's Noki. Don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's Hulk. Uh, but yeah, they both fall there. But yeah, uh, that event held June 26, 1976, in Nippon Budokan Hall. Um, uh, a mess. A mess. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I, I've seen clips of the match, and you know, neither guy really wanted to budge. You know, Anoki didn't want to do the job, and of course, Ali, he's you know, he's not you know, he's not laying down for anyone. He was Muhammad Ali, so I mean, you know, you, you saw that you saw each guy's strengths, but you know, no one really, no one really was at a disadvantage. You know, when when Ali was fighting, and you know, peppering up Anoki, Anoki would counter it with a big ground game, and and when you know, Anoki. He didn't have Ali on the ground many times, but when he did, you know his his ground game was 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 accentuated um, in the presentation of the match. So I mean, n- neither one really gave an inch, and it just kind of made for like a very boring match. You know, there was no there was no story, there was no story yeah. in it. You know, it was all build up. I, um, I mean, was, still 1.4 billion probably watched this match. The Anoki Ali match. Yes, yeah. that's what was at. Uh, that w- that's what was estimated. Um, it was closed circuit as well. Vince McMahon Sr. was still kind of involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Andre the Giant did go against a boxer, Chuck Wepner, on okay. this card. Okay, I'm mistaken. All right, yeah. And the, the closed circuit was was viewed at Shea Stadium. Yep. Um, at 32,000. Yeah. To I actually, watch it. I actually cover. You know, it's funny you say that because I actually covered a lot of uh, a lot of those um, those showdown and Shea events from uh, on my uh, um, Blue Skies Wrestling uh, of kicking out yeah. too, where I covered the outdoor yes. show. So like, I just totally yes, forgot all the stats there. I I'm, I feel like a fucking idiot, but um, no, it's all good. <laughs> all right, one last one last stat and one last uh, one last uh, pop quiz. Who was the referee for the Anoki and Muhammad Ali match? Um. Shit. Um, it wasn't Chuck Wepner. No. Judo. I'll give you a clue. Um, he was he was a, a, a judo fighter? Judo Gene LaBelle. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, I, yeah. Vaguely remember Old school that. Okay. mixed martial artist and uh, judo enthusiast or uh, actually, uh, what's the word? Innovator. Okay. Uh, also, wrestling amateur wrestling innovator. Um, gotcha. The guy who innovated the label lock, yep. which is also the yes lock, which is also the cross face modified, which is also an STF modified. I mean, you see where I'm going here. Oh yeah, yeah, um, modified. So the influence, <laughs> though, but the influence on Anoki and uh, and other wrestlers, as Anoki has Hogan set up in this. Uh, What's he going to do? Is a, a surfboard here. Yeah. Kind of. And he falls. Again, Anoki. <clears throat> Not always the greatest of wrestlers, huh? No. Um, I was surprised, honestly, that he even tried tried putting that on the guy. You know, I mean, like I said, Hogan dwarfs him here. Um, I'm surprised. Hogan's he... got to be like 300 plus. Yeah. Here, he's, yeah he, Hogan looks like a good solid 315, 320 right there. Yep. Yep. Um, easily. Um. Yeah, I'm surprised he he actually put that move on him or made the attempt to, and you know, testament to Hogan and his core strength, being able to 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 
to position himself in the hole. They were just in the wrong spot. But I feel like I feel like it, it would have if they were in the middle of the ring, they would have pulled that one off successfully. Oh yeah. Wow. Back body drop still kind of struggling. I think Hogan kind of got up a little bit, but uh, I, I, it might be a communication issue, you know? Yeah, it could be. With uh, when we're going to roll on one, two, three, or if you're going to sandbag me, brother, dude. <laughs> Again, just a different look for uh, Sterling. Sterling here. Golden. Yeah, but he's got some silver boots. Isn't that interesting? This, how it's this, silver this whole and presentation black. is interesting. Just like the, the, his his appearance, his his work in the ring. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't now know he's got he's... a leg lock. He's got a leg lock on. Oh, he's got a ankle lock, a heel, toe hold. I'm sorry. Yeah, spinning on Anoki. Yeah. Wow, working it too. As a Hogan enthusiast, I'm ashamed of myself. I haven't seen this stuff earlier. You know what I mean? Like in my life, you know. So I've been waving that red and yellow Hulkamania flag, and I'm basically waving what I know, what I've seen, what I grew up on. You need you know to be I mean? waving that black and white original, dude. Yeah, seriously. Because I am the original color. Bullet Club, Silver, yeah. uh, NWO, everything. Yeah, He God. really is. Yeah, you know, God he really Mania, fucking dude. is. Dude, yeah, it, it really is. And this is, I've wanted to do this match for so fucking long. Thank you for doing this. Oh with man, me. you're you're making my day here. I'm watching this like I, you know, it's the first time I've ever seen it. Like I said, I'm a Hulkamaniac, you know, uh, you know, through and through. Ever since I've started watching wrestling, and you know, this is like I said, I'm I'm ashamed of myself. I didn't watch this, you know, a lot sooner. You know, yeah, this is, it's all good. Uh, this is, this spoiler is great, alert: man. there's there's two more to follow in the next following two years. Okay, of of him and Anoki, or just him yes. in Japan. Yes, so actually the IWGP championship would be set up as the winner of the tournament would have to face the winner of the next year's tournament. Mm -hmm. um, so basically the winner of this year's tournament will defend the IWGP championship at the next year's tournament finals mm -hmm. against the other, the, the other tournament final. Um, so the title wouldn't be defended in between. They used to have the... Um, one of the uh, international um, mixed martial arts titles, basically, as the, as their title. You know you what's know? interesting here that I'm looking at, and I don't know, maybe it's just test of strength head to head. This is pretty cool. Well, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, I've never seen that. I've never seen the the head to head before. That's actually kind of cool. Um, That's very amount, old school, man. The amount of photographers that are over ringside for this match. The other matches oh. that we've watched, you don't see as many photographers. It was. It seemed. Um, I don't know if that's something that changed. Oh, nice bridge by Anoka. Holy shit. Wow. Look at Sporting that. all the weight of Hogan as, Hogan as Hogan tries to nail down in a test of strength on top of a bridging Anoki. Wow. That's, wow, and he doesn't. He doesn't, but he also is able to get him down that's after. That's good stuff there. Yeah. That's really good stuff. Yeah, wow. Good. Yeah, the, uh, Anoki's part and even Hogan, too, being able to have oh, yeah. stamina. Nice. Now we go for a scissors lock. As Anoki transitions, a oh wow, Hogan choking Anoki, showing the signs of a heel. Again, Hogan is wrestling heel in this. Now, off air, we talked um, uh, about um, the that. Oh wow, that was so bad. Did you see that? The, the uh, count. Yeah, the Hogan pinned 
Yeah, Hogan pinned his shoulders down one, two, and the referee was about to count three, and Inoki didn't even kick out. And then we tried again, and then Inoki kicked out. Yikes. Shit. Mm. Um, okay, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, that's okay. We talked off air about um, the uh, that Harley Race episode of JR's podcast, Grill and JR, where they told all the Harley Race stories. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, one of my favorites was the Harley Race story involving Hulk Hogan. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. You, you've heard it before. You mind if I tell our our listeners? Yeah, go on real quick. But uh, Anoki gets some vicious leg strikes to the legs of Hogan. That's uh, reminiscent of the martial arts inside of him and the Muhammad Ali stuff. But go ahead with yeah. the story as they stand off again. Sorry, I'll try to make it quick. Um, uh, so. Um, Harley Race owned the Kansas City Territory, and uh, this was probably around the early days of the, um, the, the the expansion. Hogan was a champion for WWF, um, and uh, Harley Race was, you know, a, a big name in the NWA. So the NWA, Harley Race's territory, running a show the same night that WWF runs a show in Kansas City across town. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> and. Um, so Flair, Flair tells this version of the story, and Hogan tells the same thing. It, they, um, that's where I heard it from, on uh, the Ric Flair podcast. And, yeah, we have uh, an abdominal stretch here that gets reversed after a long hold by Hogan to Anoki. That's pretty good. Yeah, Keep that going. is nice there. And so um, Flair says that he was, gonna, he was wrestling Brody that night for the NWA title, and Harley Race walks into the dressing room with his 9mm... Uh, handgun and tells flair tell brody you're going over in the finish and flair's like what <laughs> he goes yeah he's putting you over and i guess brody never did jobs he would only he, either he went over or he did our broadways because um, that's just who he was he he was he was very very difficult to deal with as a, as a businessman from what i heard so right um flair's like why do you want me to tell him and he's like you know he, he's like i own the territory just tell him like you know race is like i gotta go across town and take care of something so flair knew he was going over there because wwf was in town so hogan his account of the story was, was that hogan comes to the arena and all the guys in the, in the locker room are like um you know, hey, Harley Race was looking for you earlier today. And Hulk's, Hulk's like, oh, shit. Like, really? Wow, we just got a Noki kicking out of the Axe Bomber. Incredible. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was Hogan's finish in Japan. Yep. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, look at him. He's even shocked right there. He can't. Wow, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Crowd. Okay, continue. So, um, anyhow, Hulk's scared shitless because he knows that, you know. Dude, I'm always scared. WWF is in Harley Race's territory, so Hulk goes to the Hulk goes to a bar adjacent to the arena, and he decides he's going to get drunk to get the edge off. This is before the show starts, and um, he goes to the the bar and he drinks two bottles of wine, and then he goes to use the bathroom. And as he's using the bathroom, does he think he's Andre? Yeah. <laughs> well, he is a big dude. I mean, come on. Yeah. He, you know, he could. I, I, it doesn't surprise me I if Hulk could put away two, two, uh, two bottles I'm of wine. I'm sure that's what he does already. He yeah. looks pretty big nowadays. Him, him, him and Brother Brudai. And um, I heard he's been token, dude. So yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got the munchies now. Wow. Well, Jimmy Hart's his weed guy, from what I hear. So I'm going to uh, put the leg drop on those fucking Doritos right now. <laughs> Brother, the. The Frito scoops are doing the job for me, dude. Um, 
Well, so yeah, he, so he goes into he the goes bathroom. He goes to the bathroom, he goes to do his business. He's taking a shit. All of a sudden, bathroom door busts open, and it's fucking Davy Boy Smith, and he goes, Hogan, Hardy Rest is here to fucking kill you. And Hulk's like, shit, Davy, you just fucking stooge me off. So Hulk gets out of the bathroom, and... Gets out of the stall. He he looks, and Harley Race is standing there with his gun. And Harley Race looks at him and says, "I came here to blow off your fucking kneecaps, but I want to work with you and draw some money. I'll see you around, uh, right? kid. Smart money. Yeah." And Harley Race leaves. Hulk says that he had to go back to the bathroom because he thought he was going to shit his pants because he thought Harley Race was going to fucking kill him with that gun in the middle of the bathroom. Dude, uh, I thought it was over, dude. And then I, I, from what I hear, not too long after that, I don't know if it was that night at that show or if it was uh, a short short while later, um, Harley... Ooh, nice running ooh, knee left. Wow. That was nice. Some, speaking of Harley Race. Yeah, exactly. That's a Harley Race right there. Um, Beautiful suplex. From Hogan after that. Wow. He's he's putting on a show, man. He is. And a beautiful leg drop. Here we go. Look at that. This is crazy. One, two, no. Kick out. Wow, that's his other big move. Well, not officially, but... Yeah. <laughs> you it know? would become it later on, yeah. But I think yeah. not too long after that incident happened, Harley Race eventually would agree to... to Shooting off the rope. ...sign with the WWF and become the yeah. king. Nice yes, indeed. by Inoki. But yeah, that's my that's my that's my Hulk Hogan Harley Race story. I always found that funny. He's like, I came here to blow off your fucking kneecaps. Yeah, and eventually, you know, the guys would have exactly, and the guys would uh, have a mutual respect and try to draw some money, and it would kind of go somewhere. But it got startled, or it got it got put to a halt real quick when uh, Harley Race got injured during their match. Accidental. That table you know? spot, right? With Hogan? Yes. Yeah, yes. Saturday yes. night's main event. Yeah, that was his last match in the WWF. Yep. Uh, after that, he, he, he no longer would perform, uh, you know. He worked. He, he did some, I think he did some independence, and I, th- and I think eventually he would work some, some shows uh, in WCW. He wrestled, uh, you know, he wrestled Tommy Rich at the Great American Bash 1990. In Baltimore. Oh wow! Yeah, Have to I, check I think that, that was out. like one of his last matches, like ever. There we go. Big uh, headlock from Anoki, and then a backdrop counter from Hogan. It's waning down in this match. We're getting to the end. Maybe we'll see what happens. The, the referee. Yeah. Sensing the urgency. One, two, no. Um, yeah. Anoki here, the creator. Fireman's carry. Whoa, they both fall over the edge. Nice. Uh, Wow. Fireman's carry, and they both go over the top, spilling out. Um, This is actually the first IWGP tournament, but it's not the the first um, tournament in. That was an ugly clothesline, by the way. Yeah, that was terrible. (laughs) It's not the first. Uh, it's not the first. It's not the first tournament in um, New Japan. It in the league finals. Okay. Uh, they would have the World League, like I like I spoke of before to you. Wow! Huge axe bomber off the apron. Anoki spills to the outside. Wow! This has been really good. Yeah. Really yeah, good. Definitely. Uh, Hogan's getting hyped right here. I guess we're getting a count. Let's try to hear. 
Can you hear Dave? Here we go. Guys, a lot of guys surrounded Anoki. The, the referee counting. All the young boys throwing them in the yes, ring. Yes, indeed. Getting him in. The referee. That Telling Hogan, jacked. come on. Yeah. He's got like no boy. neck. Hogan's like, what's going on? Me? I did it, dude. Now, let me ask you something. This might be a stupid question. The, the, the name of the promotion is New Japan Pro Wrestling, but um, the title, the heavyweight championship, is the IWGP heavyweight Which is title. the International Wrestling Grand Prix, um, which is basically the setup for the tournament right here. This is what this tournament is called. Okay. It's not called the World League. See, 1974, when Anoki started New Japan Pro Wrestling in 1972, after he split off from Ricky Dozan's company in JWA, uh, Japanese Wrestling Association, as Anoki's tongue is hanging out. Yeah, what the fuck is everybody? that uh, I guess he got hit so hard by the axe bomber. Checking his, um, checking his pulse, too. So yeah, real real quickly, uh, after after that, Anoki started. Oh my God, the referee called the bell. Hogan wins. Wow. We think. We, I don't know. He was pretty excited, but then he whispered something in the ref's ear. I'll get into the tournament details after we have our decision made. Hogan sitting here looking like he's done it, like it's fucking uh, World War Three, nineteen ninety five. I didn't go. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Anoki is still laid out. So, yes, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is the promotion. International Wrestling Grand Prix, this is the first tournament after it's uh, after the World League took place in 1974, okay. which Anoki won the first one. He had to settle a three-way tie going against uh, Seiji Sakaguchi and Killer Carl Krupp, uh, which he beat both and uh, became the first World League tournament. Who's that big uh, bastard in front of Hogan? Champion. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see. Can't see right now. I'm not too sure. He's still, a big uh, fuck too. We're still trying to get our decision made, I guess. Um, Yeah, so then 1975, Anoki would win the World League again. Uh, Seiji Sakaguchi would win in 76. 77, Seiji Sakaguchi would win the World League. And they would call it the MSG League later because they wanted to incorporate working with Madison Square Garden or along WWF as they're still holding up Anoki's head. He looks like he's dead. He doesn't um, even look like him right there. <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. 78. Uh, Anoki would win the uh, MSG League with him defeating Andre the Giant via countout in 1641. 1978, everybody. Okay. Yeah. Ricky Choshu, Nikolai Volkov, Bugsy McGraw, Tatsuzi Fujinami, all involved as well. Chief J. Strongbow as well. Uh, 1979, we would have Anoki, Stan Hansen, Andre the Giant, Seiji Sakaguchi, Tatsuji Fujinami, Riki Toju, Kanek, 
Masa Saito, Larry Zabisco, and Tony Gurria all involved in the MSG League. Antonio Noki would win, defeating Stan Hansen in the finals in nineteen and nine minutes and three seconds. As now, we is this, still is this, is this a post match angle here? Is it like they trying to? We we still haven't reached a decision. We still don't know anything yet. Uh, Nineteen eighty. No. The corner? No, the, the, the I'm not sure. All the hair. The, mm, the bottom corner. See. He was there just a second ago. Uh, 1980, we get Anoki, Stan Hansen, Andre the Giant, Dusty Rhodes, Seiji Sakaguchi, Tetsuji Fujinami, Ricky Toshu, Strong Kobayashi, Chavo Guerrero, and Ryuma Go. Antonio Noki defeating Stan Hansen once again in the finals. DQ. Seven minutes and 49 seconds, 1980 again. This is 1981. Stan Hansen, Anoki, Tiger Jeet Singh, Hulk Hogan, Seiji Sakaguchi, Tatsuji Fujinami, Ricky Choju, Bobby Duncan, Sergeant Slaughter, Chris Adams, and Mike Masters. The finals, Antonio Noki defeats Stan Hansen once again, 745 in a countout. Then we count. go to, yeah. Sorry. Then we go to 1982. Antonio Noki. Andre the Giant, Killer Khan, Dick Murdoch, The Masked Superstar, Tetsuji Fujinami, Rusher Kimura, Seiji Sakagura, Toji, uh, Tony Atlas, Toji, yeah, because he likes toes, uh, to- Tony Atlas, Tiger Taguchi, Yoshiaki Yatsu, um, Don Morocco, believe it or not, Ricky Toshu, and the Iron Sheik, oh, now they declare Hogan the winner, here we go, the first International Wrestling Grand Prix Grand Prix official winner. Winner. This wow. is the last MSG League winner that I'm reading off right here. Andre the Giant beats Killer Khan in 1642 in 1982. Okay. So he is the first uh, Gaijin to ever win the league, if you will, if you will be official or this actual tournament from the vein of the history of it. Uh, Hogan is the first to win the IWGP G1 type tournament or okay. International Wrestling Grand Prix Championship. Okay. Yeah. So this is before before it became a title title official. It's a it's a tournament title. So yeah, Hogan just yeah Hogan just beat uh, Antonio Noki defeat knockout. Uh, Andre the Giant was involved in this. Connect as well. Killer Khan, uh, Kimura, uh, Meda. Um, Big John Stud was in here as well. Um, we also got Enrique Vera and Otto von Watts. What do we got going on here? Let's let's yeah cut to this for a second. I saw a doctor shoot him up with a needle of some kind. Is he legit it, hurt, or is this like a post match mm, angle? They, post they, they match like angle. How- Remember, wrestling is still. Dude, wrestling is still real to a lot of people at this time. No, I understand that. They put a towel over his face? Like, you can't even see... What the heck are they doing? It looks like he might have died in the ring, right? That axe bomber... Oh, wow. They took his his boots off. He's barefoot now. Yeah, now they're putting him on the pads, and they're about to maybe escort him out of the ring. Hogan looks concerned. Are they trying to build up Hogan as this, like, monster foreign gaijin? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Talk about putting him over. Oh, yeah. Holy he was over. shit, man. Uh, and like I said, he was involved in, you know, the prior, um, not this last tournament, but mm-hmm. in 1981, he was in, involved 
in the the prior tournament. So there's yeah. history there. So these guys meeting again, um, they're they're really putting them over. And plus, Hogan got bigger, dude. You know. Oh yeah, Jack to the gills. No, I meant bigger as like uh you know fandom wise. Oh, okay. <coughs> all, right. all right, I got you. <laughs> yeah. So what would you think of that, Dave? This was. Um Aside from the mouthful of statistics you, <laughs> you, 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 you gave me here, um, this was a fun match to watch. It really was. Um, not seeing this before, not realizing, realizing what kind of skill Hogan had as a, as a, as a wrestler. Um, this, was, uh, this was pretty cool. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Hopefully I didn't overwhelm you. I just wanted to kind of bring you up to speed and bring everybody up to speed rapidly about the history like there's so much history even here this is history but there's history even before this yeah he's about to be awarded the belt right here look at that belt wow this is crazy it's like all right let's get the dead guy out of the ring so we can celebrate yeah <laughs> for real now let me ask you something was this the tour where he went on and then came back and had the falling out with Vern Gagne? Or did this already happen? This is, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, this is the one. So this is the one Uh, where he he goes to Japan, does his business, then he comes back and and finds out that Gagne was selling merch and making money off his name? Yep. Wow. Okay. And then he would later team with Vince uh, coming up in 84, and then they would still be working with um, New Japan. Okay. So... Yeah, you have that relationship there. So there you go. He gets the trophy and the title, and he's awarded the first victor of the IWGP uh, International Wrestling Grand Prix Championship. Wow. Uh, the first tournament. A lot of good stuff there. I hope, hope I didn't overwhelm you too much with that info. But Oh, uh, no. I mean, it's it, it, it's important to, 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 uh, to know your history. The history. In yeah, and and I and I like wrestling history. I mean, it's just it, it, I mean, it was just a lot, you know, all in the all in the sequence of events, but in a, no overwhelming, yeah. no overwhelming whatsoever. Uh, it was it, it was a lot as of fun. Cornette said. I think uh, which is pretty cool too. Uh, if you've seen the Vice thing where he goes into his room of wrestling memorabilia and oh. everything, uh, he talks about the book of wrestling. Uh, basically, the first thirty years of wrestling have just been replicated over and over and over again. Um, and that's it. what we kind of witness right now with this new era of AEW and New Japan Revival and all these gaijins and all this form. Like, it's been going on for years. Yep. Years. Yeah. Certainly. Um, yeah. It's a, that's a great little uh, documentary, right? Oh, the Viceland stuff? Absolutely, yeah. I, yeah. I um, can't wait for season two to come out. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well... Um, let's, uh, let's say goodbye. Let's let everybody know where we can find you again, and then we'll sign off. Well, uh, before, before I sign off and before I let everyone know where, uh, where, uh, where you can find kicking out it too. Um, it sounds like in the background, uh, uh, either you got a fire truck or a police truck on your street or Scott Steiner's coming to your door. (laughs) Motherfucker, let me tell you something. Um, Yeah, uh, sorry. I have brushing the, up on their math. I know. I, ha- I have the window open because it's such a fucking beautiful day here in Baltimore. Oh yeah, I hope it's, same here. I hope it's the same for you. Oh no, yeah, it's uh, been it's been gorgeous here in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, um, so basically, yeah, I live in Baltimore. So 
in the county, everybody, but I'm near the city line, so there's still ambulances and ambulances. Plus, I live next to the police station, and the firehouse is like a block or a mile down the road. So, yeah. But yeah, well, everything's well, right here. Well, while, while Scott Steiner is knocking down Kobe's doors, we're recording <laughs> this. You can find Kicking Out of Two on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out of Two. You can hit the like button. Uh, you can tell a friend to hit the like button. You can find all links to archive shows, articles, pictures, and debates and discussions about nostalgic pro wrestling from the 80s, 90s, and early to mid 2000s. You can also find us on Twitter, our handles at Kicking Out Two. Give us a follow over there with the other 29 jabronis that have decided to follow us and uh, tell 29 more jabronis to give us a follow because i know that there's a lot of wrestling fans out there that listen to this to have a twitter and you use your twitter to talk shit to other wrestlers and other wrestling fans so why don't you give us a follow and then maybe you could talk some shit to me on twitter and then make my twitter more entertaining than than it has been in the last year or so since i started it so give us a follow on twitter give us a hit us up on facebook with a like tell a friend to like it tell a friend to follow and just you know Come join the Kicking Out of Two crew, man. We have a lot of fun. So, uh, you know, can't wait for your arrival. So do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us. As always, you can find us on Facebook by searching Retromania with the W on any podcast app by searching Retromania with the W. Write to us at retromaniapodcast at gmail.com or follow us on that Twitter, that lonely, lonely Twitter, Retromania Pod. Uh, so, yeah, everybody. Um, have a good one. Thanks again for joining me, Dave. We will catch you next time. Bye. Thanks, buddy.